0: That's not true. He's read back. Words of Yeah, but like, <laughs> this guy, am I right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's just not invited.
0: He's not. He's, he was doing so well.
2: He was our most loyal fan.
0: Think, think about this. Like, actually think about this. We were able to read Warbreaker and record an entire podcast summarizing everything that happened and discussing it before Max could just simply read it. He never even finished the first chapter. <laughs>
1: I think he just listened, didn't he? Listen to the podcast? Didn't we confirm that?
0: Not the Warbreaker one.
2: I don't oh, think he I did. Yeah. He did. Which is funny because he's definitely heard things.
0: Uh, he doesn't about remember. Warbreaker. There's no way he retains, <laughs> he retains any of that information. that yeah, we good have On the spoiler section. Um. All right. Hi, all, and welcome back. We are highly invested. <laughs> I don't understand. A podcast centered around reading and rereading Brandon Sanderson's ever expanding Cosmere series. My name is Richie Green, and I'm joined as always by two flat earthers, Betsy Gonder what? and <laughs> James Tappert. The earth
2: is a sphere. Let's just <laughs> nail that down now. I don't want to hear it. All right.
1: <laughs> so, Give me the proof, Tappert. Give me the <laughs> proof.
0: Save it for the flat earth podcast coming out. I've been later. waiting for that one. I can't wait. Any um, longer. All right. We uh, just had a DAP housewarming. True. Uh, last Saturday.
2: Yes. I, I have left uh, New York for the first time in six years and I moved across the river and I live in Jersey City. So uh, a shorter commute actually to work which is crazy. That was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah it was a lot of fun. I mean a lot of people over at your apartment.
2: And and only one noise complaint.
0: Oh my god, complaint? that was hilarious! Should we talk well, about what happened? I mean, I don't would,
1: think I knew what happened. I just heard that there was noise complaint.
2: Yes, because people were in my bedroom. Uh, and okay, so there—that's a thin
0: wall. <laughs> so, are
1: you gonna explain this, you- Archie?
0: <laughs> Dab, Archie, are you all right? Explain uh, with us talking about the puppet. Oh yeah, of course. Okay, so there is a there's a puppet. In Dapper's, it bedroom. is not my puppet. It's not his puppet. It's like it his is cousin. My I like Kev- that you start the Kevin's story off that way. Puppet. It's a
1: great way to start the story. Yeah, there's a puppet in Dapper's. Closet. Yeah, it's like <laughs> how
0: did this lead to a noise complaint? Well, but it's extremely
1: <laughs> like detailed puppet. Like it looks like it was. It looks like for my cousin Kevin's. Yeah, it, it
0: looks it, exactly looks like, it like my cousin. Actually, Kevin. like and it, yeah, and it's his cousin Kevin's uh, puppet. We find it. People start using it and putting on shows in Dapper's bedroom and uh,
1: classic house party classic house party sh- shenanigans and mm-hmm.
0: then and then kenzie gets it <laughs> and she doesn't really know how to move the mouth but she knows how to just keep it open so she just screams <laughs> she just starts screaming <laughs> like and it really like for a moment just looks like the puppet is screaming like somehow kenzie was able to like use it the best without seeing anything. But this is
1: why I love like hanging out at people's houses and apartments rather than going out to a bar or something because you just, there's people hanging out in the kitchen, there's people hanging out in the living room someone like has beer and they open up the door to the bedroom and they just see all these people sitting on the bed watching as Kenzie has this <laughs> Like elaborate puppet and is just screaming <laughs> with it.
2: That is exactly what happened.
1: And then they just slowly close the door. <laughs> she was like, ah and there
0: she are, like turned two head to like look at other here. people. Dude, it was so <laughs> fucking funny. Every, I
1: haven't laughed for that long and so Everyone long. was like,
0: that unlocked something in Ken's for sure. It did. I think you should she buy was, her puppet. She was channeling something. That was hilarious. Oh, that good. scream and that—that's what led to the noise complaint. When that when it happened, we were all like, "Yeah, that that makes sense. That makes yeah, my a lot one of sense. neighbor,
2: my one neighbor that I didn't warn that I was having housewarming because I never saw her. She was the one that lives in the other side of that room. Yeah, walls not very thick, so yeah, she definitely complained because you know I think I would too if I just heard screaming. Did she text you? No, uh, they uh, they called down to the front desk, and so we got a buzz at my front door. <laughs> What All they said was, "Hey, you know, we we got we got some uh, Dude, some what, noise complaints." What think you happened
0: in your bedroom? <laughs> well, she knew
2: <laughs> there was a party going on, so I don't think she's that worried.
1: Okay, I know. I think we should say that your cousin does improv and acting, and that is why he has a puppet. Oh, a that's a fair puppet. thing. <laughs> that's <laughs> a <laughs> good. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> I, mean, con, I guess. Con, I guess if you want to give like,
0: context actor. to it or something, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs>
1: But yeah, he was, it was a, a good professional party. actor. Good to hang and see everyone. And good to
0: see Willow. I we brought our new puppy Willow. There. Finally met Willow.
1: Willow was so cute. I feel like I just held her fifty percent of the night.
0: Yeah, I was really happy to just have other people like watching and taking care of her and tiring her out because she she just slept through the night when we got home. So that was awesome. You know, she,
1: I think Willow was pretty happy. People were petting her. All night long. Yeah. All night, yeah. Just all night. There was someone's hands on her. Yeah,
0: she <laughs> had great like just stimulation, basically, which is which is just exactly what we needed. I can't wait for the next round. I, I'm so happy you brought her. You know, two uh, two rivers away. That was tough. We had to put her in a little like satchel thing over our shoulder and uh, we'll take her to the trains. It was it was <laughs> tough. <laughs> it's such <laughs> an interesting way to say that.
2: We had to take her to the trains.
3: <laughs> <It's, you know? laughs>
1: She's so cute, though, when she's in the little satchel. I, like, don't even know how to describe it. But it's, like, a little, like, I don't even know. It's
0: just a little ball. She's very, yeah. be- very, very in beautiful. There. She won't fit in that for much longer. You should put it on Instagram, on our highly invested Instagram. Okay. We're not, we're not seeing a lot of activity the, the There's there. a post on there today. <laughs> Whoa, oh, yeah. I, I really? Saw that. Yeah. Really. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not. I did not.
1: But yeah, send me some willow pics.
0: All right, I will. All right, well, today we're back.
2: We're back, baby. We're back. We're, we're going to be so dis- back. We're
0: back in the Stormlight Archive, back in the world of creme and crabs and oaths. Hell we yeah. will be discussing the prologue and chapters 1 to 3 of Words of Radiance, book 2 of the Stormlight Archive. This podcast will be divided into a spoiler section and a non-spoiler section for listeners reading Cosmere novels for the first time. Now, I know with Warbreaker, we kind of like did, did a bunch of varying summaries, but we're going back to the tried-and-true method from uh, Way of Kings. We'll be, we'll be doing, you know, four chapters, three to four chapters, We'll do a summary, we'll do a discussion, head into the spoiler section with the new spoiler bus. I can't wait to... Be, uh, do you see it, by the way, Rich? It's beautiful. No, it's crazy. It is it is really gorgeous. Um, Like I said, taxpayer dollars at work there.
1: <laughs> what, is there like a dance floor? <laughs> Large bathroom? <laughs> There's like
0: a PlayStation 5, new Xbox, hooked up. Have you, have you like ever seen snacks. like those really nice airplanes
2: that have the... Uh, you know, like the bedrooms, basically. It's that. Which
0: is crazy because it's just a 15-minute drive. So I totally <laughs> did not know why it means all of that. <laughs> it's just down the road. <laughs> yeah. Gotta so you don't stay
1: on. on the spoiler bus when you get to the spoiler No, section? the spoiler bus no. takes
0: us to the spoiler section. Yeah. Has this metaphor so never worked?
1: <laughs> what's it like in the spoiler section?
0: You were there briefly. You, mm-hmm. you were there.
1: It was very dark and cold. <laughs> yeah, well, because we blindfolded you,
0: so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and it was winter. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> no, no, we blindfolded you, and, we, and I was out. We put snow. you outside. <laughs> <laughs> and we just cracked a window open. <laughs> so that makes oh sense.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> that would that would track.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So these, these are going to be some meaty summaries. So i will try and uh, try and shrink it down. But let's take it into the prologue.
2: You're not drinking with me, and
0: this is the first time I could drink with you. I'm and literally drinking.
2: Was... I'm literally drinking. What are you drinking, Reg?
0: <clears throat> Prologue to question. <laughs> yeah, yeah chug, bets. <laughs> Prologue to question. Yasna Colin walks through the feast hall during the celebration of the signing of the Alethi Parshendi Treaty. Why? Let's go, bets. She notices. A few times, her shadow pointing the wrong way in hopes no one else notices. Outside the feast, she has a brief exchange with her father, King Gavilar. Afterward, on her way to a meeting, she then notices a group of oily black figures materializing before her, and she is transported to Shadesmar for the first time. Very much like Shallan, in this moment, but I'll have to say that that is where the similarities end, because Yazna is a boss. While drowning in the Sea of Beads, each one giving off the impression of something in the physical world, she's able to grab a bead and will it to form a part of the palace. She is transferred back to the physical realm and notices the lanterns near her have been drained of their stormlight. She then hurries to her appointment with Lys, an assassin known as the Weeper, because she gouges out her target's eyes to hide the fact that she has a shard blade, by the way. Spoilers. Yasna. Spoilers, jeez. Yasna <laughs> hires her to watch her brother's wife a swaden colon Bliss informs Yasna that her old servant a Shinman, man was sold because he was too creepy she then hears screams and finds that her father has been murdered by the assassin in white a Shinman. man the Parshendi leaders approach Yasna and apologize confessing to hiring Seth to assassinate Gavilar claiming he was about to do something very dangerous they are later hung and yaza dedicates herself to understanding what had happened and this was 6 years ago i believe yeah from where we are i saw i saw you laughing
2: there bets while we were talking about the Parshendi leaders being hung what was it's what?
1: just a typo in your description when you said that Murdered by the ass
0: ass. That was dapper. He put an ass ass. No, ass. no. <laughs> don't. Whoa. Whoa. He put an in ass ass in, in white. In,
1: Wait. Also, I think I...
0: <laughs> read the wrong book. Like
1: inferred. The- <laughs> 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 you read Oathbreaker. I think I've been reading the wrong book series the whole time. I've been going along with it, but now I'm getting really confused. Um <laughs> Where is Edward Cullen? Um, (laughs) No, I think I thought the wrong thing when I was reading this. So Yasa's brother, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: brother's wife,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: her brother Adeline,
0: Her brother Elokar. Her brother is Elokar the king. Her father is King Gavilar.
1: I put in all these notes thinking that... I obviously read it wrong, um, thinking that it was Dalinar's ex-wife. And so this whole time I was like, oh my God, maybe there was like some plot about her and she oh, was trying to kill her. Whoa. And I thought that was like super interesting. Wow. No, that was no. a really early
2: trash man theory.
0: Yeah. this book. Yeah. yeah. No, no. That is um, Ella Carr's wife who we have never met before.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever heard. She's mentioned of her once before.
2: in *Way of Kings*, and it's just that she is back in Kulinar. That is the so only. So they're mention. still
1: married. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. a kid. Okay. She's yeah. with the kid. But, but obviously, Yasna was um, nervous about her. Wanted to keep tabs on her.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yasna's
2: all about her family. And I, I know it's kind of jumping towards like the middle end of it, but. That assassin was pretty cool. That whole scene and how it was after, you know, a whole crazy amount of shit happening it's to great. Yasna. She kept her cool the whole time, obviously, while talking to a woman of the shard blade, probably. Uh I just I thought that was one of the the coolest like moments for Yasna because if I remember correctly, this is our first point of view from Yasna. So we kind of see how she's think finally so. thinking
0: and yeah. reacting, and it's cool to go back to that night of the assassin of Gavilar and see that there are other there are other plots happening there. Everyone's conspiring on this night, you know, and yasna has got her own things that she's doing. Not not everyone, not everyone. Why dalinar is drunk at a oh drink. dalinar dalinar <laughs> no idea what the fuck is going no clue what no is idea going on. how like heaven and earth is about to be moved on this night <laughs> and is absolutely just hammered
1: yeah, i know and i think all through way of kings it never really set in for me that that's how dalinar used to be so it's it is interesting to see it from Yasma's perspective yeah, she's um,
2: literally like oh uncle dalinar's drunk again
1: it's cool though i feel like for the when we read this scene in way of kings it feels like a little bit of a bird's eye view and so it's so cool in this um prologue i feel like we're like so deeply in it there's the loud music the drunk people around we're in yasna's head she's Got this one goal, but she's getting pulled aside by her father. All these different things. It's just such a great scene. Yeah,
0: this is a six. It's it's so cool to be back there with the Parshendi, like like where we're at an alliance. You can hear like the music and the drums going. The assassin white's literally just fucking standing there next to the Parshendi. Like Yo, Yasna clocks you know him. What? Yeah, you know she's what? like, oh wow, a shin like, dude, he's in white.
1: I feel like because we've heard about. This scene previously, like we know that there's, like we know that Yasna was there. We don't know that she was trying to see an assassin. Like we, like we've learned some more things about this scene since we have or- originally read it. And so I did feel like when I was reading it, I was reading it almost like Yasna going back through her memory. I'm like, what did we miss here? Where are the details that we're trying to pick up on? Like this person that's referenced who looks a little shifty. Who's that person? Like there's so much going on there Right, and right. I feel like I want to keep going back to that scene to like figure it out.
2: Yeah. That's a great point, dude. Uh, I'm sorry. I need to jump in here. Uh, Betsy, can you take your headphones off? I think we can say second. that. You I think know we we can? You're, I know what you are about to ask. You really do? Yeah. Yeah. You don't ruin something. No, for it's not well, ruining can it. can we just, com- just confirm that
0: we are both talking about the same thing? <laughs> is it about the prologues of the, the Starlight yeah. Each archive, prologue, archive. yes. Yeah. So, Betsy, each prologue is going to be about this night from a different point of view. From mm-hmm. in in the beginning of every book of the first five,
1: we're at five different points. Five of different, different for the
0: same for the same night. Yeah.
1: Do we ever get Dalinar's?
2: I think we can say who it is. Oh, no, we can't. No, we, no, can't.
0: We, can't. No, we don't have to say that. Cause that cause we can't say who it is because that'll, that, that'll be like this person lives or dies. You know what I mean? We don't know. We well, no. It's
2: uh, six years ago.
0: Oh, <laughs> shit. That's a great point. <laughs> but there's one we can't say.
2: There's at least one we can't say, yeah. which is but anyway,
0: book three. But anyway, yes. Every time we do the prologue, we're going back to this night in a different way with a different point of view, sometimes several um that's cool. for the first five chap tra- for the first five books and then the latter five books are going to do the same thing for a different event. Um but anyway, yeah, we just wanted to give you that little tidbit. Um
1: No, that's really cool. But let's Thank let's
0: backtrack. So Yasna, You did just Yasna's. say you wanted it from other perspectives. <laughs> so so Yasna is at this feast, she sees the the shin person and then she sees that her shadow is facing the wrong way. We get this interesting scene with Gavilar about how I think he wants her to marry Amaram. Uh yeah. Shout out to Amoram. Amoram was there that night. Literally everyone was fucking here this shout night, dude. Shout out to Amoram. Really? Honestly,
1: that like small moment was funny. I think I was reading it when I was on the train and I literally like made a face. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Fucking
0: Amoram. Unbelievable. Fucking so Amoram Am, 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 and Gavilar Am- Am- seem Am- to be Amoram. Wham, lamp. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was also like an awkward scene too, because Gavilar is like, "You should really find someone," and they like make eye contact, and they're both like, meh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so Gavilar and Emram are are fucking conspiring and whispering and like, and the, this whole chapter is keep your secrets. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no yeah. one wants to say anything that's happening. Um. And then and He
1: also feels uneasy about it.
0: Yeah, she like does. She
1: feels like disconnected from Gavilar and like maybe mm-hmm. he's hiding something.
0: Yeah.
2: I think for the first time really in her, well, no, I, I guess I can't say that because I don't really know. I was going to say the first time in her life, she doesn't really fully understand what's going on because the whole treaty is confusing to her. She doesn't understand Gavilar's goals. Like what, what is he doing this for? And the whole time she's like, I have an appointment with an assassin. And she has to get through these shadows facing the wrong way and sees these inky people stand up, which I thought was quite an image. So cool. all
0: I, I don't know how you guys felt, but I got a lot of Shallon oh, immediately. in the Palineum. This is literally Shallon running away from the, what well, we now know our cryptics later on. We, we, she's whoa, Shallon whoa, 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 spoilers. From, it's not spoilers. <laughs> it's the episode. <laughs> it is literally the
1: episode. episode. So yeah,
0: this is literally Shallon running away from uh, the cryptics. And now we know that Yaza had to go through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, these oily black Sprint are following her around. and Six she, years ago. And she accidentally ends up in Shadesmar. Okay. Well, first she gets
2: attacked by that guy, right? He's got like a sword.
0: Yeah. And then she ends up in, in Shadesmar. A sea of beads, each one giving off that impression of something in the physical world when she touches them. It does Yeah, that just, scene
1: was crazy.
2: Yeah. It it just put a different spin on when Shallon fell into the Sea of Beads for me because Yasna like Shallon? picks her up and yeah. she's like, You foolish girl
0: and six years ago Yasna did the same shit. Yeah, but Yasna didn't <laughs> fail like Yasna, yeah, almost drowned, but it immediately like figured out what to do. Which is kinda crazy.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, just Yasna being Yasna, like when she just stares down the black shadow guy because she realizes she can't outrun him and so they just sort of stare each other down and then suddenly she's falling into the beads and she's like immediately trying to figure out kind of what the sort of secret of them is and she sort of grasps it a little bit and that she can and I think this idea and we'll talk about it a little bit more in one of the other chapters is so interesting about them being, like the beads sort of being our world in another realm where our ideas can form physical shape Mm -hmm. is like the most basic way to describe it. And so she starts to try to save herself from these beads by turning them into larger objects and then eventually trying to recreate the whole like hallway that she's in. Yeah. Which is so wild. Dude, it's so
0: it's so cool. She's touching like, she's touching when she touches a beat, she feels like she touches a chair, she touches this, she touches, and then she touches one beat, and it's like she touched something ancient. <laughs> and it was literally the fucking castle itself. So like, that's, sick. Yeah, dude. wasn't it so like she cool. felt
1: like she was getting the impressions of like a memory of existence mm-hmm. of something? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love at the end of that when she kind of resurfaces and is faced again with the shadowy man. And he's just kind of like, gives her a nod of respect. <laughs> he's like, not says out, not bad.
3: <laughs>
2: you did well. Disappears. Yeah. And then she goes and meets an assassin <laughs> after that. Yeah. When Shallon first fell in it, she had to fake a suicide attempt to get out of this. Yasna literally just goes composes and composes herself
0: assassin. and is like, Well, that was weird. <laughs> and then <laughs> continues to walk on. She like looks at the camera. Did you guys <laughs> see that?
3: And then moves on.
1: I know. She's very casual about it. <laughs> oh, so
0: man. she so she goes to see the assassin Liz, um, and it is very clearly hinted at that Liss has a shard blade. Because they call her the weeper. She takes people's eyes after she ass- assassinates them to hide the fact that she's using a shard blade and their eyes are getting, like, smoky after being killed with them. That is actually not a spoiler.
2: It's very heavily alluded to.
0: And I don't think we really see Liss again, do we? No, no, I don't, I don't think so. You know. um, but but do you, did you pick up on that, Betts?
1: Yeah. Okay. No, I did. Okay. That She probably had a shard blade. Um, cause then they also reference it again with, um, the assassin in white in this, like, I think she, Yasna says that she saw him cutting down someone mm-hmm. and like their eyes were burning out. Um, but I did think it was really smart of Yasna to like strike this deal. And we find out she struck this deal with a lot of other assassins to keep her updated. If anyone like has, a price on one of her family's heads, and she'll match it. It's just—it's very smart. good. I, I would say it's yeah. very so mafia, very to savvy. I was
0: gonna say it's very like Tyrion Lannister ish. Yeah, or or, yeah, or um good. or what's it? What's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? Who Whis- the Whisperer? Varys. Varys. Yeah. What was his name? No, nickname? more baelish than Varys. It's both of them. It's baelish It's baelish Varys it's has Barys. got no money. Yeah but, right, well, well, <laughs> yeah, but he's got little. Let's
2: save it for the. Yeah, but he's got little no we'll save it for the the Game of Thrones podcast, which we'll never do because they'll never finish. But I do think the very end of this prologue is so powerful because I I remember an episode from The Way of Kings, Betsy, where you asked how do they know that the the Parshendi were the ones that sent Zeth. Well, that's answered here. Pretty clearly, <laughs> they literally I just said it, matter of fact, yeah,
1: in the most like annoying way possible. Like, can you imagine, like, this horrible, tragic thing has just happened? Her father was killed, they don't even beat around the bush about it. They're like, Yeah, that was us. She's like, Why would you do this? They're like, We had to do it. Okay, bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: It's it's very bold of them, honestly. It was a strategy to to distract them as well um, mm-hmm. in giving themselves up a lot, a large amount of the Parshendi were able to escape. Um, but yeah, the Parshendi owned up to it. Said we hired Seth. Your father is going to do something we did not like, yep. and we had to take him down.
2: I think they said he was going to do something like even horrible, yeah, or something like that.
1: Which is interesting because he was so dedicated to good relationships, Peace. or at least, yeah. With the Parshundi.
0: And told Dalinar, or told Seth to tell Dalinar that you must find the most important words a man can say. And Seth uh, obliged by writing it down in blood, next mm-hmm. to Gavilar.
1: Well, my immediate thought is that the horrible thing that Gavilar was going to do was unite them.
0: Hmm. That makes sense. The
1: reason I think like my mind immediately goes to that is... He was reading The Way, the Way of, of Kings. Kings. He was. And when Dalinar starts to get that idea in his head is also when he gets his name written down. That's
0: when Taravangian yeah. decides to send, gets the oath stone and decides to send it after Dalinar. I feel
1: like he also said something like, Dalinar's going to do something when we need to stop him. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just was thinking about that while I was reading Mm -hmm. this.
0: Yeah, that's a really good connection. I think the Unite Them is more the visions, though, right, than the book? I don't know. Well, we'll see. Um, But Yasna holds on to that memory of Seth walking on walls Mm -hmm. and and the Parshenis admitting to this and visiting Shadesmar, and she decides to dedicate herself to understanding it all. And that is why we get this Yasna we saw in The Way of Kings who can now burn people in alleyways, turn them mm-hmm. into rock, turn them into mist. Diamond.
2: All of it. Yeah. It's off. And. Yeah, she, she, let's
0: not forget she brutally murders four people. Blew, yeah, she does. And, and uh, she is on a mission to learn as much as she can about the, the place she visited and the Barshendi's motives. And that's where we will leave. I think the, uh, the prologue for quite a while. Yeah. Does, uh, you guys have anything else for, for the prologue? No, the he was very suspicious
1: changed. of those men in the hallway.
0: Oh, shit. We what men in the, the hallway? Yeah, 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 yeah. What what happened there? I
1: don't remember their names. I don't think we even got them. I think we just got descriptions of them. But I feel like when I was reading this, all like I said before, all I was thinking about was there's something else going on here. I think we're led to believe there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. And so you're like looking through clues throughout the whole scene. Like, whatever hints are being dropped. And there was that moment with those two men in the hallway who are saying weird things to each other. It's getting worse. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And they freak out when they see.
0: <laughs> yeah, is that? Jasna. And they're like, we had- And that
1: was right before, right before the murder.
0: Yes, yes. Um, It was one man described to having a scar on his face. They were called ambassadors or something. He was like, She was like, oh, these are just like. Uh, like
1: Adeline invited a ton of amb- people. ambassadors yeah yeah and they
0: were clearly talking about something and you're're you're, you're spot on about there being just clearly it seems that there's more to this story because like we said every prologue we get we get back to this moment um so there are very important things happening and it's it's great that you're picking up on that for sure mm-hmm
1: Thanks, Richie. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no
0: problem. Cute but guys, but yeah, cute. but yeah, I think that that was uh, important, and I, I'm glad you picked up on that one. The men talking in the hallway. Yeah. Whoops.
1: <laughs> Tapper's like, I didn't think that was important. <laughs>
2: <laughs> should we do? Should we do
0: real chapter one now? All Are right. You feeling? We feeling let's, ready? Let's, let's do it. Let's take it to chapter one.
1: All right, chapter one, Santed. Shallan and Yasna sail from Carbranth, with their destination being the shattered plains. Shadesmar is drawn, an odd pattern is observed, extinct creatures are not extinct, the cognitive realm is explained, Sprenner discussed, solutions to House Devar's problems and an engagement are proposed. The secret of power is explained, and Shallan takes a dip.
0: Wow, bad. That was a great summary. Betsy doing her best uh Richie Warbreaker impersonation here. I love that. Some
1: of those credit goes to the Wiki.
0: Um What Wiki? What Wiki are you
2: looking at? Careful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this was a a great I mean, we just had this crazy prologue, but it was a good dive back into we're with seeing where our characters are. Yeah, dude, this is where we great, left that. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah.
0: This is a great chapter. I I love just being back here with Sh with with uh, and Yasna and and it's great because we get we get that little flashback. So like you said, it's almost as if like if if this were a show or a movie, that moment would have happened in the prologue, and then we will cut to like Yasna sitting on the ship. You know what I mean, reflecting on that moment. Right. right,
1: and it's so true. It fits so perfectly like that because that the prologue is so tense and the stakes are so high, and then we cut to like this sunny sea. Yeah, on the, water. the water splashing.
0: You can see the, the salt in the air and stuff. Like it,
1: right, like everything's good. It just feels
0: like mm-hmm. we're about to start adventure, you know. And I just it, I uh, love that go. vibe. I really do.
2: I just like to think about where we were with them because we left them recognizing that the. Void bringers were the parchment. It's true. That's true. And that and the world's ending. Like, <laughs> and
1: there's kind of frayed relationship, which just got mended at the end of the book. And I feel like this chapter really set us up to see how much Shalon has changed as a person going into this book, how much Yasno's changed and how much their relationship has kind of been um has grown. I mean, I feel like in this chapter, it wasn't even just like they're kind of tolerating each other again. Like, they really care about each other. They're relying on each other. They're sharing information. They have this shared goal. We learn a lot, which we should talk about. But I think it would j- also just set the scene for really seeing, like, shalon's growth as well. Right, right. Mm-hmm.
0: It really, it, like I said, like, the, the connection between Yasm falling into the sea of beads, cutting the shallon and and yasna together you can see why she wants to be that mentor to her oh and, yeah and to and to have someone who also is going through some of the craziness
2: <laughs> well yasna or sorry shallon called it out at the end of uh, at the end of the book when she was trying to get her to take her back she's like look call it how it is i am the only one you can talk to about yeah, this that's like, true <laughs> so send me away and be lonely if you really want to be
0: yeah, and we see Tozbeck again, and some of the sailors. I think Yalb is also here. Oh yeah, Yalb, Yalb is Yalb. there. Open shirt, yeah, Yalb. Yeah,
1: we're we're so like we're in a very similar position to where we were in the beginning of Way of Kings with just Shallan. It felt like but but fan it is, service to me. Yeah, I know everyone's just happy and hanging mm-hmm. out.
2: <laughs> Yalb is like catching flying papers in the wind and giving them
0: back to shall and, 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 and working on his vocabulary <laughs> yep. I remember that
1: it is interesting though that you just said that you know Shalon sets this precedent of saying like you can send me away but you need me you need someone to talk to about this but then there's also a moment in this chapter where yasna says that she thinks that Shalon was sent to her
0: I actually don't remember this moment. Do I don't remember? really remember that either, to be honest. I
1: need honest. to write down page numbers. So the part that I thought that she mentioned, maybe there was like a greater power bringing them together, was when Shalon is with Yasna and she sees the pattern in the waves of the water and points it out to her. And she says, Yas um, says, show me where. It was on one of the waves, and we've passed it now, but I think I saw it earlier on one of my pages. Does it mean something? Most certainly, I must admit, Shalon. I find the coincidence of our meeting to be startling, suspiciously so. They were involved, Yasna said. They brought you to me, and they are still watching you, it appears. So no, Shalon, you no longer have a choice. The old ways are returning, and I don't see it as a hopeful sign. It's an act of self-preservation, The Spren sense impending danger, and so they return to us. Our attention now must turn to the Shattered Plains and the relics of Erythiru.
0: Oh, I completely missed that. That's really good.
1: I flagged that quote because it was sort of a lighthearted conversation and it got really serious really quick. Real dark. And I definitely wanna dive in the three of us to like this whole conversation about Spren because I was also pretty confused about it. But this idea that Spren, these old powers, there's this sensing change in the air and that they're working to make something happen to bring. Yeah. And part of that is bringing them together.
0: Yeah, no, and I think that yes, yeah, I don't uh, we we learn at the end here that Yasna didn't realize what Spren was following Shallon. So that could also mean that she maybe thought that they had the same one, uh, following yeah. each other. Right. Um so so she and and also the other the latter could the other part could be true about Shallon's Spren specifically is reaching out to Yasna. But Could we, be, but we should dive into this. And I have the quote here because I the, this is why I love this chapter uh, for many reasons. Um, and I and like you said before, bets um, is it because
2: of lore, Rich?
0: It's because of the lore. But like you said before, <laughs> bets, the writing is just so much better than it was in Warbreaker. Yep. You can really just like feel his growth here. Um, so Yasna says, "All around us, you see the physical world. You can touch it, see it, hear it." This is how your physical body experiences the world. Well, Shadesmar is the way that your cognitive self, your unconscious self, experiences the world. Through your hidden senses, touching the realm, you make intuitive leaps in logic and you form hopes. It is likely through those extra senses that you, Shallon, create art. And then she goes on to ask Shallon, what are Spren? And then Shallon gives a great answer, they're living ideas. And Yazna like, was like, shocked because she, she immediately agrees with her. She goes, no, you're right. By my best guess, spren are elements of the cognitive realm that have leaked into the physical world. They're concepts that have gained a fragment of sentience, perhaps because of human intervention. Spren are those ideas, the ideas of collective human experience somehow come alive. Shadesmar is where that first happens, and it is their place, though we created it and shaped it. They live there. They rule there within their own cities. What? Which is so so <laughs> cool. what? like literally? Like, I,
1: what? Like absolutely I want to talk. What? I want to talk about the city's aspect of it, but not yet. <laughs> yeah,
0: table, yeah. like, actually, we actually have to write down like, very what <laughs> we need to talk about because, like, we have to fucking talk about that, dude. That is crazy. But, like,
1: I feel like I'm still wrapping my head around this idea. It's so, so cool and mind-blowing. And I think there's all these really interesting ideas about, like, where creative like just in general like in our own world where creativity goes where ideas go and I feel like Brandon's created this really interesting idea of like the power of human thought and creativity is like becoming tangible yeah
0: yeah yeah it's so good (laughs) it's so good and then and then we can tie that back to obviously what's happening between Kaladin and Silk Mm-hmm. Right? It's Kaladin's honor that is helping Syl become stronger and stronger in the physical world. She's mm-hmm. leaking over from the cognitive world. You just sent <laughs> Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy?
1: Well, I just I feel like I have this reaction because I knew some of this stuff from the last book, but I feel like this chapter really brought it together. Like, this was the chapter where they kind of just laid it out. Like, I, we knew that the Knights Radiant or the people who are, um what's the word if you're not a Knights Radiant, but you're...
0: A Surge Binder?
1: Yeah. Surge Binder, Knights Radiant, they usually have a, a spren associated with them. Mm-hmm. I think we knew that from Way of Kings. Mm-hmm. But this went a lot... Deeper into it, or said it a little bit more plainly, I feel like that it finally hit me. Of like, okay, Kaladin has Sill. Would they mention Jossna having one? Uh-huh. I don't think we know anything about that. that. Yes, but okay. we know that
0: it's an oily black sprint. Sounds familiar. Um, I, and, I and then we know that Shallon them. has these things following her, which are the cryptics. Right, but that the made so much head. more
1: sense when you. I had that reaction because it made so much sense when you just said it, Richie, which is still, I feel like she fades in and out of existence a little bit, or she has issues with her memory and she becomes, you're saying that she's sort of like not necessarily feeding off of, but she's like using his honor as energy. It's a symbiotic
2: <laughs> kind of relationship. relationship. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And 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 that it, it's, you absolutely nailed it. Coming over from the cognitive to the physical, she has trouble remembering things mm-hmm. because it, it, it that fills in the gap of how are there cities, but how was Sill like that when exactly. we first met her in the in the, in the first place? Mm-hmm. I I
2: love all of this because one we finally get a definition of spread, but yeah, I think that you can see and it's it's very well written. If we all want to comment in it, uh, how perception shapes reality here spren are like the real life physical manifestation of how what we as humans perceive the world to be there will be something that makes it so it's like plato's cave thing the shadows in the cave whatever you see and perceive is your reality and spren are the, epi- the epitome of that but they also get yasna talking about power and she's, she's like, "This is how I look at the world and how I react to the world." And so it bec- my perception and everyone's perception of me becomes reality, which is how Shallon gets obviously to go down and to see the lion turtle. Uh, but I'm getting ahead of myself because we do finally get the, you know that complete and utter lore drop of what a spren is, and I want to bring it back to an interlude that we have away kings where those two random ardents start talking about perception and the way that humans perceive what and think what spren should do is what they do mm-hmm. that's what spren are that's what we learn this it's what humans perceive i, just, I love it it's like we get finally like one kind of check off from that stuff no Richard, you disagree
0: i think that's exactly what this is no no i think that's a good <laughs> point i think it's i think it's a great point that's an and excellent one. I want to go and, back
1: and read that and, interlude now. Yeah,
0: it, and it, it, that's exactly why reading is so much fun because uh, going back and seeing those Ardens discuss Shades Mar and Sprint and, and perceiving them, we learn. I, wait, do we learn about the different types of Sprint in this chapter or is that chapter three? Three. Okay. I think that's so, where she goes into a lot more detail. Yeah, about, about, about the physical forces that are Sprint and then the ideas that are Sprint. Okay. Exactly. It There's is amazing that cin- the, the city's mentioned in this chapter.
1: Yeah. Like how much. Jasna knows. And a huge part of it is because she's like a dedicated researcher and then also cuz she has these experiences that no one's had before. But it's wild that we have like people who are studying this, like we read that interlude. And they're like kind of catching on, but Jasnah, like knows so much information about this, and I feel like nobody else knows this information.
0: I I yeah, this is this is wild. Nobody that we know knows this information other than Yasna right now. Like it
1: also made me excited. I'm wondering like what Shalon Spren and Yasna Spren are going to like represent for them. Yes, the same way great Still point. does for Kaladin. Yeah,
0: so we I mean we like in uh, in Way of Kings, we've we talked about it, we joked about it. It's Kaladin and his honor and doing what's right. But in chapter three, you know, getting a little ahead of ourselves here, I, I believe that Shallon's spring gets named and we could talk about it later, but it's called um a cryptic. AKA a lie spren. And it's so interesting that Shallon, a person who had
1: they say that.
0: Yes, Yasna yeah, yeah, calls it that in chapter in chapter three. Um, so it's so interesting that something called a liespren is attracted to Shallon, who has a lot of secrets.
1: I totally I think it is that. worth
0: saying the city's comment is actually I'm
1: in chapter three.
2: So. Oh the, city- up there. oh, the city's comment is in chapter Where they three. talk about, the, the they don't name the, the spren that sh- they see. No, 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 they don't. They them. don't.
0: I, ju- I just said that so to that's, Betts. So that's where, yeah, that's where they do no, it. No, no, I just said, they mention cities here, but they mention the name of the spren in chapter three. So we'll, we can, It's tied to the naming the spren. So we'll pick it up then. Yeah. Um, we're going to get there. But yeah, bets. like I said, it, it's called a cryptic, but uh, people call them lie spren, and that's Shallon spren. So that's interesting in Weird. itself. That's interesting in itself. So, yeah,
1: and I have more questions about that, but do we want to save it? Yeah, let's yeah, we save can save it, it but, three. but
0: uh, just, just to like, tie it all together, you're absolutely right. Knight's Radiance, different orders, different spren, different oaths that need, to be ma- that need to be made, right? Each one has their own different oaths. For Kaladin, it was I will protect those who cannot protect themselves. But what is, what is Shallon's? We'll have to see. I think one's pretty similar, usually. But oh, the, fir- the first one is always the same. <laughs> the first one is always the same, which is life before death, life strength, before death before strength before weakness. Training before, before destination. Yes. But then the, the second oath, second ideal, is specific to the orders of the mm-hmm. Knights Radiant.
1: And we do get a funny moment with Shalon in the next chapter, too, but ugh, we're not going to jump there. Yeah. Um, all right,
0: well, let's bring it back to the Santhid. We haven't talked about the Santhid at all. True. So the Santhid, uh, as you mentioned before, Dapp, is like the lion turtle from avatar right clear connection there um awesome scene of this thing that's supposed to represent good luck following the ship along no one's ever really seen what it looks like after yasna has this wonderful conversation with shallon about what power is shallon lies to herself and convinces herself that she is a person who has power and convinces the ship uh captain to lower her down right she almost breaks but mm-hmm. she tries to put on a yasna like face right and it works she's able to use that power to get them to lower her down into the water to see this and i think it's just so good after this conversation with yasna that she does this and she goes down and she sees something that like literally almost no one has laid eyes on right and I could just the scene is so vivid. I put it in the Google Docs, a picture of her doing it, of the thing just like turning its eye slowly mm-hmm. and like looking like they looked at each other. They yeah. shared a know, That moment. scene was
1: written so beautifully. Yeah. And I feel like it was the epitome of that of her like embracing her power, stepping into her power, and then also her as a researcher, a scholar. a little bit of a naturalist. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's all,
0: it's mm. perfe- oh, I love that word for it's her. Perfectly, it's perfectly, it's perfectly shallow. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's, she is like Yasna and wanting to discover the world, but she wants to do it through art, right? Mm-hmm. Do it through creativity, through, through painting it, to drawing it, to capturing it. And she has to see that thing. That is right. her version of Yasna. She needs to go down there and see that thing for herself. And
1: the one last thing I'll say about it, why I just felt like it was so great, was I feel like all leading up to this in the last book was this all this tension around her really wanting secretly to be doing this with Josna to be doing research this is what she loves um, despite like all the other things going on around her and in this chapter a lot of stuff gets tied up like I mean in a good way like Yasna proposes a way to help her family. Like a lot of stuff is solved. Oh shit! Yeah, let's not forget that, right? And (laughs) so this moment where she goes down and she sees Asanth, she's really free. Like, yeah, that's like she she mentions like she's been inside most of her life. Like she's always had these confines on her, and now like in this one moment. Like everything's working out. If
0: anything, this could have been the end of Wave Kings also. It could yeah, have been a right? very beautiful ending. A <laughs> yeah. happy King. Shallon. Yeah.
2: I uh let's not forget how she is getting these, you know, shackles off her. She's betrothed to a guy by the name of Adeline. At-
0: <laughs> Shallon is, is semi-betrothed I'm to Adeline Colen. Nervous. about this. <laughs> well, why? What's the trash man theory? Why are you nervous?
1: I just feel like Adeline is gonna hurt Shalon. I feel like he's a little bit of a f boy, <laughs> and Shallan's a little bit too excited about it. I don't know. I'm a little worried. <laughs> he
2: is so absolutely an f boy. He, he really is.
0: He really is. <laughs> Amazing. But the man Amazing. can change. He can change. The man can
1: change. She's like, I'm going to marry the most eligible bachelor in all of Rochar, and I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, that um, is really wonderful that Yasna helped out um, Shallon there. And it just begs the question if she would have just told Yasna in the first place. I don't but know if she would have gotten away with a betrothal to Adeline, But she just, definitely... It's not would've... Shallon's ways, too, right? Yeah. Like, not, now we can connect it to everything she's done in book, in book one. She lies to her, her brothers about what's going on. She lies to Yasna, and she lies to herself to convince herself that she's a scholar. Um, well, she is one, but, you know. I mean, to st- we know what you mean. We know what yeah. you mean. Know. But that was my last comment for chapter one. Wow. We are so back an hour into this episode. Yeah. And we are, I know. Uh, this just, chapter, dude, chapter one. one is filled with it. Okay, one last chapter thing.
2: Chapter three is just as big. Okay,
0: one more thing I'll just say, just another quote from Yasna. Uh, she said, all things have three components, the soul, the body, and the mind. The place you saw Shadesmar is what we call the cognitive realm, the place of the mind. That's it. That's all the last, last quote I got. Let's go to chapter two, then. Chapter two.
2: Chapter two, Bridge Four. Kaladin rides out the first high storm since being freed in a small room, attached to his men's new barracks within Dalinar's war camp. After the storm, he wanders his new home and walks through a mostly empty camp, contemplating the betrayals of both Sedaeus and Amaram, while speaking with Scar, Teft, and Moash about how to proceed. Calden was made captain by Dalinar, so he takes to naming his own officers below him. Rock will be quartermaster, Sig's will be clerk, Tef to train, and Scar, Moash, and Calden will lead protecting Dalinar, with one of, him, one of them with him at all times. After the group of new officers wander, they return to the barracks as the men of Bridge 4 line up in front of a tattoo artist. They're no longer slaves, so they plan to cover up their slave brands with tattoos. Hobber goes first and demands a Bridge 4 glyph, to honor what made him free and embrace the Fellowship. Everyone, Shen included, sit for their tattoos, most on their forehead, save Moash on his arm, until Ka- finally, Kaladin sits, but the stormlight in his veins immediately heals him, and the scars remain. Kaladin and his new, newly appointed officers travel through the camp to visit the Quartermaster and receive their new uniforms. Rhind, a lowly light-eyes, hands them their new Cobalt Guard uniforms, until Scar takes his knife out and removes the Cobalt Guard insignia. They are not those men, prompting every soldier with Kaladin to do the same. Kaladin explains their bond and leaves requesting Rind to create new patches bearing a new insignia, Bridge 4.
0: Bridge 4. Bridge Bridge 4. We are back with Bridge 4. We're back with Taft. I missed Kaladin, man. I, I I missed him. I love Kaladin. It's so good to be back with him and just... It's so good to just see them doing well, guys. Like, really?
1: I know. It was really nice to just see them being okay. (laughs) Think about the juxtaposition
2: of the first Kaladin chapters. He's in a cart and very low, and now he's a captain of a brand-new, like, battalion.
0: And he's there with Teft, Scar, Moash, Sigzil, Shen, all the names that we've seen. My boy, Rock. Rock. I think even Gaptooth. Hobber is there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it's just amazing to see how far our boys have come. And really cool moment that how to show how much Bridge Four has meant to them to decide to cover up their um, slave dangerous tattoos with the Bridge Four insignia. That is a beautiful moment.
2: I mean, not only that, but they haven't let go of their roots, which I know is weird. Their roots is uh, Bridgman, but they're still having. Stew. The soup and stew. Thank you. Outside every night. Because they, they talk about that how they come out and there's still like the remains of their, their previous night's stew, which was confusing, by the way, because there was a storm. They kind of, I think that was a little bit of a, a mix up from Brandon, to be oh, honest. Yeah. Right? They literally say the high storm just passed and they go out and there's maybe they did just it everything the, uh, from uh, in stew.
0: Yeah, maybe they did it afterwards. I don't know. Could be. Could be. But Shen even gets a tattoo. The, yeah, the yeah l- that was parchment. a nice moment. Yeah. He is Bridge 4.
1: He is Bridge and then 4. And we see them also replacing their cobalt guard insignias. I mean it was just all of this like even though they're free now or technically free. You know they this Bridge 4 meant so much to them despite what it was like what it technically was as a bridge crew like something that was supposed to keep them down, keep them oppressed eventually kill them like for them it was something so powerful important they were not ready to let it go and I think is truly family for them and I think it was also cool to see like despite having escaped like the bridge barracks and you know getting employed by Dalinar like Calden still holds on to all of his like values mm-hmm. like he's still really dedicated to Protecting Dalinar, he sees that as really important. He still like really respects him and sees Dalinar as someone who showed compassion, and that's important to him. Um, and wants to train all of the other bridgemen. Yeah, and there's a lot of
0: them too. There a are a thousand. lot of there are a lot of open barracks because of all of the men that Sadius uh, left to die. Yeah, and Callan mentioned seeing a bunch of widows who are um, scribes walking orphans. around, who are eyes are red and puffy because they've they've lost their partner because of Sadaeus. And orphans, yeah, you're right. And orphans are running around as well. I I don't know how I feel about you saying, oh yeah, orphans.
2: Yeah, you're right to me. <laughs> Just out of context, <laughs> that doesn't work. Oh yeah, uh, orphans. <laughs> I, uh, yeah,
1: it was great to just like hear their conversations about how they were gonna get the other bridgemen involved. Um, and just another moment where it's like a difficult situation, but they're not gonna let it go. Like they're gonna make it work. yeah. Um,
0: and also, um uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Gap Tooth Hober was the first one to get the Bridge four tattoo on his forehead. This was the first person that Kaladin saved um, mm. in the in yeah, first Yeah, it was a book. beautiful message. He's the one that, yeah, Kaladin ran out and grabbed him. And he was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? You know, <laughs> And that's like the beginning of it all. The I beginning
2: like of it all. Yeah, full circle. It went full circle. I will say Kaladin has probably the hardest line uh, of anyone that I've seen so far. Even though, yeah, I know we just had Shallon. Uh, and she's not exactly the, the hardest of individuals. But when he is getting the tattoo... And it won't stick. He goes. The scars haven't finished with me yet.
0: Oh my god! That's, that's just. That's I, yeah. I, I wrote this down, <laughs> and I was like, "We're back. We're back." <laughs> you with the brooding, so bad, brooding Kaladin. <laughs> here, he, here he is.
1: Yeah. Cut like my it's, life it's into pieces. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like the storm light or whatever is forcing it out but it's he makes it so metaphorical It's like they're not done with me yeah. yet um, <laughs> it's, it's
0: it's so dude.
1: and we get a little bit of that at the end of the chapter when he talks about wanting to keep his powers a secret and i kind of liked that moment i Felt like it was...
0: Those are the scars of Amram and Right. And like he... Dangerous. Like
1: all, everything he's gained with Bridge Four feels so important to him. And he's not willing to give this up to someone else. Because he knows that people just want to take and take and take. Right.
0: Right. We're back in Roshar with Light Eyes. And he does not trust them still. He trusts Dalinar. But that mm-hmm. he's an exception.
2: He's, he's still soft on it. To be honest, he even mentions he's like, yeah, I think we can trust him, but he's like, just so we're aware, if we need to,
0: we will become a mercenary, band. right? Because we are, we are. They're <laughs> like, like they were all saying, they're Bridge Four first, <laughs> you know? They're so the hired point that they cut muscle. out
2: the insignia yeah. of like one of the most famous guards groups in all of the Lethgar. Literally, <laughs> they're like, yeah. yeah, that's
0: not us, man. <laughs> yeah, literally, the king's uncle. Like, how far we've come.
2: But uh, we got the fearsome five. Moash Scar Teft Rock Sizzle Sigzil, uh, who are gonna be his lieutenants. I liked the comment about how they're like the first dark eyed lieutenants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, they're, and they're, they're they're
0: in charge of watching over <coughs> Dalinar's family specifically, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dalinar's yeah.
2: family, Dalinar, well and well, uh Rock is gonna be quartermaster, Sigzil is like scribe, Teft is gonna be the lead trainer.
0: Wow. They've come so far, I'm so proud of these guys. <laughs> it's awesome poor leathery faced man he never got to see it never got to see i know but his dream lives on <laughs> 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 in the ones he left behind yeah
2: but uh. this was a really good exposition chapter you know we got calden back and he's he's on his way he's not in a cart yeah he's still gro- he's just still broody but you know he's not a slave and he now protects Probably the most powerful man or second most powerful man in the world.
0: Yeah. So I just love, I just love being in book two where everything just moves a little bit faster and everything just makes more sense because we're, we're, we're already introduced to the world, you know? And I think that that's why these chapters are just flowing so well. It feels like you just read them back to back to back to back mm-hmm. like as fast as you can. Um. So you yeah, catch me. <laughs> this is uh it's really good to see our boy Cal back. Our
2: boy bridge four. Uh, but that's everything for me from Chapter 2, Bridge yeah, 4.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. All right, this is where we want to be. We want to be on this boat and get more information. Chapter 3, Pattern. Shallon sits in her cabin on the wind's pleasure reading a book written by Yasna about voronism and the Recreants and its effects on the documentation of history, such as the existence of Shadesmar. While studying, while, while studying, the pattern that she's been seeing shows up again, this time on the cabin wall, vanishing when she looks directly at it. She notes the similarities between the pattern and the symbol headed creature she'd previously seen. She t- attempts to sketch the pattern and draws many creation spread towards her. When she finishes, the pattern seems to leave the paper and move to the floor. Yasna comes to Shallon's room, just as Shallon leaves to find her and shallon catches a glimpse of what yasna explains to her is her own sprint just as she tells shallon about the different orders and explains that the soul casting that they do is something that both yasna's order of the knight's radiant and shallon's order share each order has two different types of surge binding and they share one with another order. It's a kind of like a circle, basically. Nice. And this is when Yasna realizes that her order and Shalon's order are not the same, judging by the, the different spren that she sees. So they have a lengthy conversation about the nature of spren. And Yasna gives some interesting takes on what the Almighty is and the Heralds. But yeah. I'm saving I'm saving that for the discussion portion because uh this really is just a continuation of the oh, yeah. first chapter and in which I, I think that uh like we said maybe the city's part was mentioned in this chapter instead of chapter 1 but whatever. But we learned Yeah, I mean we're going to
2: get there eventually.
0: Yeah, but we learned that the pattern uh that she's been seeing is actually a spren and it's called a cryptic. Yes.
1: I feel like some of the moments with the pattern in this scene reminded me a little bit of um, some of the scenes that we got in Warbreaker with the um, when objects kind of Hmm. got breath breathed into them and they came to life because they're kind of these humorous descriptions of pattern like try like. It was like bumping maybe into not, walls and yeah. stuff, right. being a it little was like, like checking
2: like things out,
1: not <laughs> totally used to maybe being on this plane of existence. Yeah. And I think there were some jo- jokes made about they're like, "Oh, it's your Spren that's going to help you," and then it's like Bum- and like flopped <laughs> over on the rug. No, it was
0: definitely comedy. <laughs> it was absolutely comedy because it, it was, and it's also Yasna's like like serious look at it and going, "Yeah, this one's a bit different." <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. And then
1: like the first scene we get where it's like appearing out of Shalon's the corner of Shalon's eye and she like moves really fast to get a, a glimpse of it and suddenly it's like under the covers and it's moving and she's like freaking out like I thought that was a great scene mm-hmm. the first kind of like face-to-face interaction of the two of them
2: we, we get a lot of this too right after that when she's trying to capture it and she finally takes the memory so she can draw it which is a crazy scene by the way she draws like 200 creation sprint, uh but it comes out of the paper it's alive basically after that and, can, and you can see it clearly in all these things and and to me i thought it was so cool because again it's that's how she perceived it so she drew it and it came to life that became reality Mm -hmm. I I thought it was such a cool kind of scene once she finally gets it out of just the corner of her eye and now it's just like uh, bumping into walls, tripping over things. (laughs) And I think it's just, it's
1: great. So Jost spread. I think we get the name Ivory.
0: We do, we do. In this
1: chapter. And you said that it is the same figure that we see in that prologue.
0: It is... Yes, he's likely to make that I connection. I think so. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> it's very, very clearly to make that connection. It's, it's, it's definitely insane. connected. It's, yeah. When
1: Shallan opens the door because she wants to show Josna the spren, Shallan is holding like a small man Yassana with a hat is, in is her hand. is holding a
0: small man <laughs> with a hat. Yeah.
1: And I was like extremely confused.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yasna is holding a small man with a hat, but it, but the connection can be made from the prologue because it says a small figure made of inky blackness shaped like a man in a smart, fashionable suit with a long coat (laughs) stood in her palm, which this, you can make this connection to the sill being able to change her dress and, and, and everything. Yasna has an inky black sprint.
1: So is the idea that the first time both of them interacted with the spren it was sort of scary. Yeah, I mean, I felt yeah. Like they're, yeah. It and is that more of like just a the spren is here and they're trying to contact you and like you don't understand might, what's going on. It, like I feel like Sean was really getting chased by Yeah, I mean like the simple heads. I mean, they're not
0: hurting her, but she was just afraid of how, of this thing standing near her. I think that Maybe they're maybe the different orders do it differently. And maybe maybe these two are just creepy in their attempts to contact their person. Uh, oh yeah. I like and I'm I really glad totally you made that connection. Like
1: Sorry. understand the order aspect of it. I don't know if I'm supposed to at this point. Um I feel like the limit of my understanding right now is that people with these powers have this connection to specific types of spren, and those spren will seek them out, crossing realms to do so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
2: I I, I just, I want to connect something that you just said about Syl, because I was wondering if we got this comment, and we did in this chapter. So I'm just going to read something very uh, very short from this chapter. The cryptics rule one of the greater cities in Shadesmar. Think of them as the light eyes of the cognitive realm. So, this thing, Shallon said, nodding to the pattern, which was spinning in circles in the center of the cabin, is like a prince on their side? Something like that. There is a complex sort of conflict between them and the honor
0: sprint. And then she says, Spren politics are not something I've been able to devote much time to. <laughs> there, are, there are Spren politics. There are That's Spren, spren so politics.
2: Cool. And the cryptics also, don't get along with the honor spren. And we know uh, we know one pretty important honor spren.
1: I feel like she also mentioned having had a conversation with spren.
0: Mm-hmm. She does. She definitely does. Um, that makes no sense. Okay, wait. wait. <laughs> We're jumping all over the place. But to go back to, but yes, to Dapper's point, that is fucking amazing. That The honor spren, uh, which means that Syl S- type of spren does not like shallons type of spren yep which is pretty funny and they and they have their big cities (laughs) in their in the cognitive realm
1: let's back up spren city sprens
0: have cities bro
1: so in the cognitive realm spren are existing within their own society similar to the way our own characters are in their own world Mm -hmm. and they've Got their own consciousness, their own set of politics. It's delegated, you know, different levels of the society where different Spren exist within. And like the highest level are the Spren that are interacting with the people who have radiant powers.
2: So I don't know how much of this I could explain but what i can
0: say is that
2: there are a lot of kinds of of spren a lot there are a lot of kinds of sprints,
0: right but, and and to jump into even what dapper is saying inyaza says this too in in this chapter i believe or or one or, or or this one not all of them are the same like a flame spren is just just something that just it's like a bird you know yeah. what i mean whereas the concept of honor is a is a cogni is something that's like a, a humanoid thing in the cognitive realm
3: yeah
1: okay i have one more question that we can move on from this because i don't want to spend too much time we could talk about this forever true but like when we go back and we say like we're with bridge four and there's rot spren or something like when we talk about spren that's just appearing pain spren mm-hmm you know, just from things that are happening in the world. I think at that point in the book, my understanding was that the spren were kind of mimicking or physical manifestations of things that are happening in the world. And then we got this idea that they're physical manifestations of ideas. But are we supposed to be thinking that like, okay, this flame spren has always existed as a spren in the cognitive realm, and then is called called forth to this realm when the idea or the physical manifestation of flame.
0: This is a, like I don't, don't know. It's, it's a. It's a. Right. Go, it's a like good Like when you question. talk
1: when you talk about like, I feel like the in this world there's so many spren just the same way that it's like there's so much of everything like blades of grass like there's so many yeah. spren and they're ju- not just like suddenly manifested and destroyed like they're they have their own world yes yes honestly betsy <laughs> you're, you're I, I don't think right.
2: i i don't think what i'm talking about is a spoiler No. so if no, i am yeah. you you're on the nose spren all at all times exist in the cognitive realm when there is something in the physical realm that calls forth their nature, they a bit of them appears. Just yeah. like with flame spren, they're attracted to fire, but flame spren always exists also in the cognitive realm. Right.
1: It, okay, you know what's crazy about this? And I'm sorry, I'm gonna be quiet after this. No, dude we're no, gonna
0: podcast great, Say everything <laughs> you're <laughs> thinking. Literally It's
1: crazy when you think when you think about this though, and I feel like that's why I'm sort of mind blown about it, is like in our world, us, like if you light a candle like that flame is brought into existence and then becomes nothingness. Like, like things like that are so easily like brought brought into existence and then destroyed. But in this world, all of it is art, like existing somewhere else, right? And like, it, behind it, the but scenes, but you
0: can argue that it also exists in our world. It's just that there's no. Representation of it when you light the potential when you light that candle like you said in that in that example you're thinking of that as a flame, right? That is why flame sprint exists in the cognitive realm because you have an association of heat of this of the like to that thing you create it the humans create this idea of a flame sprint right, and that always exists in the cognitive realm when it's very powerful it can bleed bleed over basically when the pain spread is 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 just hitting right <laughs> the pain spread can <laughs> somehow show a little bit into the I hate into that the you said that. Yeah, but it's true. <laughs> they show a little bit into the physical realm, but they could be quite bigger on the cognitive side of, on the cognitive realm of things, but they show up mm-hmm. as like these tiny little things, right? Because they it, it's so crazy. maybe if enough, if enough of them show up then they kind of bleed over a little bit. But those are the nature ones, like Dapper was saying. Those are the ones who don't have, like, that that like they aren't, like, so they can't, like, think. Yeah. Right? They're then not you cognitive. Have, then you have the more complex things. Not just a physical thing like fire or rain or wind. You have something like honor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lies. When people think about honor, like, that is such a complex thing that it creates something like honor spren. Right? Right? Who, who who are smart, intelligent, who can build cities? So yeah, that is that is the cognitive realm.
2: Honestly,
1: Betsy, <laughs> you did
0: really well.
2: Yeah. Like I have destroy,
1: no clue. Destroy, destroy evil.
2: Oh, oh, what? What did you just say?
1: <laughs> I was just thinking about um. Nightblood. Nightblood. <laughs> yeah.
2: Very interesting. Very interesting, interesting choice of um, time to say a command. <laughs> Uh,
1: well, no, but I, I would just was thinking, I mean, we are so fresh off that book. I feel like that felt like a spren with like a super complex. I mean, it's not a spren, but I don't know. No.
2: Anyway, that's, that's so pretty cool. We also get a little bit of the orders of the radiance explained. Uh, yes. Which, and this,
0: So this goes to Betsy's question about the orders. If right. You, yeah. I wanted to bring it back. Yeah. So Betsy, yeah, they share each order shares one ability with another order. A surge, as A surge, right? So Yasna is with an ink spren and has the ability to soul cast, which means that she can turn people into fire. She can turn stone into mist when she touches it. She can transmute um, Shallon's blood to get the poison out, right? All of that is soul soul casting. casting. Shallon also has this ability, shares it with Yasna. Like I said, it's like a circle. Each nice radiant shares one with the next one right so yep. she, so Shallan's order we know the name of it we're not going to tell you now but can correct can share it with shares this with yasna the soul casting part what yasna says to her is that she goes um this friend will be your companion and it will grant you the ability to soul cast among other things so we don't she, she has another surge that we haven't seen yet yeah they each have one other
1: and, and they, they each, each have
2: share one other soul casting so technically, Shallon, without and the Soulcaster, which we know she did because she didn't have a working one, can Soulcast. Yeah, uh, that was good though. It's good to it's it's good to I start mean, thinking, thinking
1: about this. it for a while. But dude, yeah.
0: it all right. This is why when you're supposed to start questioning. Yeah, and it. the reason why you're so interested is because it's a really cool concept. Like the, the concept of Spreen is really what got me into the Way of Kings in the first place. Like I was telling everyone, I was like, I'm reading this really interesting book about. Ideas being physical manifestations in the world. And but I mean, you thought the spread were <laughs> the main character. Dude, I did. I was like, I, I was just every time they showed up, I was like, fuck pain spread. That's interesting. That's so cool. Um, and, and, and in a way, it was hinted at by Brandon that the, there's something important about them, right? Because it leads to still being in the honor spread. So They're always in the background, same as the Parchman. I just still like I still imagine the real life scenario. Like, what
2: what if a friend invites you somewhere when you're out, you're out with them, like for next weekend? Like, oh, can't make it, but you totally could, and just a live sprint appears. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> that would suck. yeah. That was like
1: my very first question. I feel like the first chapter of this book. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that would so be good. so bad. Or or like your or your crush, your crush appears, and you have like. I don't even know. Passion spread? Passion spread, <laughs> yeah, love
2: spread, or yeah, something like that's that. that's so funny. That would be so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> that would be awful. That would be terrible.
1: But, like, speaking of the lie spread, so that's so interesting that Shallan... What did you, what did you call it? It's a cryptic. Cryptic. I didn't and call it it's that. Yasna called it that. True. It's the what of lies. It's a lie like, spread. The, it's a lie spread, and that's her companion spread.
2: Mm-hmm. Correct, yes.
1: And one of my most interesting moments of this whole chapter was when Shalon is talking to Josna about the Knight's Radiant. And Josna is like, don't worry, not all Surge Binders are Knight's Radiant. Knight's Radiant was an order, doesn't mean you have to wield a giant sword. And Shalon is disappointed inside and has this flashback memory to herself wielding a silver sword so i would like to invite you both to tell me what is going on
0: (laughs) that i mean you just said it that was something that shallon thought about in that moment she thought about herself wielding a silvery sword and then yeah that was really interesting what do you think happened in that moment yeah that's a great question (laughs) Turn it back on her.
1: <laughs> I think for once I'm gonna keep my trash man theories to myself. No, no that's
2: not how the trash man theory works.
1: <laughs> I think I am. I'm gonna keep this one. It's developing. It's not it's not fully cooked yet.
0: All right. I like that. Keep your secrets. It's <laughs> <cook>. <laughs> um, but Fair enough. yeah, that that so that that was I think all I had for chapter three. Too. Spread cities though, but spread cities, cities, spread cities. How cool spren, spren is that? City. Honestly, I don't remember. Any I think of Betsy, this.
2: Betsy, you you look like your mind is just blown. Like <laughs> I like think she's a, about. To we start didn't talk I about was, this enough, actually, in chapter
1: one. I feel like you guys are a little bit desensitized to it, but <laughs> like, what Did you me how I reacted to chapter one?
0: I was in love with this shit, dude.
1: <laughs> I just mean that like. I didn't see spren city coming yeah. like this is like, it's also new to me, this idea that they even have these companions spren and that maybe you so could talk good. to them and that they're going to like help you with your powers. Calvin That's all new. To Phil,
2: all of way. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I was the same way when I first read this though, to be honest with you, I did not pick right, up. But on up this.
1: until this point, it wasn't completely crystal clear for me. That this wasn't a Kaladin is the specialist hero, right? Thing, no, no, no. and that this literally, was gonna, yeah, literally
0: same. In this moment, when Shallon opens the door and Yasna has the sp- spren in her hand, is when I made the connection and go, "Oh, they all have a different one." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Oh, that's that's when I was like, oh, it's not just Kaladin oh, being the main character." shit! Yeah, right. And
1: I think also the fact that Kaladin wasn't having those experiences with the beads and wasn't necessarily soul casting in the way that joshna was i wasn't making that immediate connection that like these people are doing the same thing right because they're not was, doing the same they're
0: not because they're not taladin was doing something else he was pulling the arrows away from him while he was running which is one of mm-hmm. his abilities it's Called and adhesion. that is yeah shallon on the other hand is falling into fucking beads because she can soul cast correct
1: right, and the spren have a city
2: and <laughs> and friends have friend multiple have cities. <laughs> there are multiple cities in Shadesmar. That I think we did miss that, and so I'm gonna. I'm gonna. My last thing I'll say is it's really, really important to just emphasize the big thing in chapter one, which is there are three planes of existence. I know you mentioned it. Oh, I said, I you it, talked yeah, I, I quoted it. it. Yeah, but those those three planes of existence. That's my. Oh, it was always my big takeaway. Yeah. All things exist at once in three places.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's all I had for 3. You guys are good with it too? Should we do some awards? Let's do some awards. May I have the envelope, please? And I can't deny the fact that you like me. And the Oscar. Right right like picture
3: presenting me. To, And the Oscar goes to And the Oscar
0: goes to um, okay. <laughs> You like that now, right? Isn't it good? I, I love that. Stop thinking about. I that. love that transition, and the Oscar goes. To- <laughs> I love that, dude. I'd like to
2: start because I've been thinking about this one uh, since I read it. I'd like to give the Willow Award uh, to that pattern thing because it's Aww. like a new dog and Aww. it's just running around and doing crazy shit, bumping
0: into things. That's very sweet. <laughs> I'll have That's to have cute.
2: Willow like listen that. to the podcast. Yeah, I would like to hear her thoughts.
1: I'm gonna give the Vin Diesel Award to Josna for always protecting family. <laughs>
0: nice. So nice. You could do that
2: for like bridge four. It's too. So <laughs> it's so good.
0: Um I'm the fact that we just came off of uh Warbreaker, tiny ass book, you know, like c- contains it's Only seven hundred pages. Contains <laughs> compared to this, contains story, and we're coming back to this. I'm gonna give the Oh my God! We're back again <laughs> to, to, the, to coming back to the Stormlight Archive and the I cast I and seeing all of our uh, favorite people all over again. I think I've given this award to Teft before,
2: but I'm going to give it to uh, Yasna. You're a wizard, Harry, because she basically just tells Shalad. She's like, yeah. yeah. By the way, you, you don't you don't get to choose. You, you have to deal with this here at Nights Radio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. Salon gets a lot of a, you're a wizard, you're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> like.
0: Oh, also, we never talked about this, but yeah, uh, Betsy, you brought up that not all surge binders are knights radiance, is what Yasna said. I, I don't know why, but that just felt like a motivational quote. <laughs> no, it's just that uh, she's saying, she saying that man. the knights radiant was an order of surge binders. You know what I mean? So you could just do your own thing if you really wanted to. But that's basically what she's saying.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I feel like that separation is important. It is. Um, I had the dude, the physical manifestation of ideas. Cognitive realm, dude. (laughs) Award to Spren City.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere out there, someone thought about this in the 70s. (laughs) And no one listened to him.
1: He's like, what if my ideas, when they're not in my head... They're in the city somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just like a fart spread hanging out in the city.
2: Oh, that was amazing. I loved that one.
0: I, I have the uh, no regurts award to Bridge Four for getting tattoos on their faces. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's great. That's great. Uh,
2: I got our brand new mega crab award and that one's going to our sand friend i don't oh, know if yeah. you picked it up but it's a crab
0: yeah everything
1: i did crab. not pick up that it was a crab it's, it's a, like a goddamn a, it's crab. like a jellyfish
2: turtle <laughs> crab
1: how is it a crab
2: it's got a shell
1: sure, yeah. <laughs> sure. it's pushing it sure. <laughs> i mean i'm just happy that
2: everything is crab again maybe okay. maybe not everything is crab <laughs> most things are crab. even it's birds turtle? are crabs
1: crab
0: Tur- Turtle's conda kind of crab.
1: Turtle crab.
0: I I got a. <laughs> <laughs> just done with this conversation. <laughs> uh, I have an award to the moment of Shallon seeing the Santa up close. I don't have a name for it, but it was just such a cool visual. It's this so nice her to, avatar moment. Yeah, it's just so nice to be like back in this adventure in book two, where things are heating up, and then just having this moment for and this thing opening its eye and looking at her. I just, it just, it just gives a, the mysteries of the world to be discovered moment. I I really like that. So that's uh, my award. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, that was great. I feel like that scene got me so excited to be back in this book. It's going to be a really great one.
2: Yes, it is. I cannot
0: wait. I also have Should the we just light do song? episode two right now? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> Did
1: Betsy a Light Song Award?
0: I have the Light Song Short Chapter Summary Award. And that goes to Betsy, to for, Betsy. Her, for her yeah. chapter summary. <laughs> that was very much like me doing a Light Song summary.
3: It was
2: good, though. It was really good.
1: A Richie Award.
0: That was all I had. Well, we will be headed into the spoiler section. There is the new spoiler bus picking us up oh, wow. to discuss that, this man. one. Our conversations will be centered around these specific chapters, but in the context of all of Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere series. Stormlight, Mistborn, Warbreaker, Elantris, White Sand, Arcane Unbounded, Tress of the Emerald Sea, Yumi and the Nightmare Painter, and The Sunlit Man. So if you are caught up, stick around. And if you'd like to contact us, our email address is highlyinvestedpodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at highlyinvestedpodcast. Until next time, Kremlings. we're back in the spoiler section me and the dapper man we're on our third book words of radiance and holy crap man we're back in the prologue yes just remember like our first episode we did about the prologue we were freaking out about that shit so we don't have to go too much into detail because we know we've already discussed everything that is happening during Mm -hmm. the assassination of Gavilar right all of the different organizations that are there fucking gee, goddamn Kelsier is there at a moment Dude, like, I literally know, like, right? like geez, everybody everybody and their grandma is there I was there <laughs> I knew
2: you were there man. <laughs> I was I was there man everybody was dancing there. the Parshendi if drum, you weren't there like drinking we talking, with Dalinar
0: like, <laughs> if you weren't there you'd, you'd be so mad because we were talking about this for years afterwards <laughs> this was the place to be literally the entire
2: world fucking changed um yeah, I mean, I, I like what we've been doing in the spoiler section, going a little bit more free form, not going chapter by chapter. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry.
0: Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you, uh, you mentioned that Liz was, this is the last time we see Lis. That was kind of a spoiler for pets. Is it really? You said it was the last time
2: we ever see Liz. I, I didn't mean to extend it for forever. I thought we see her later, early. Who's the, who, who does Shallon we- meet up with? Who's the woman who teaches her veil? I thought that was Liz. No, that's, wrong? Not,
0: that's not Liz. This is the last time we see Liz. This is Liz's only on-screen appearance. Uh, in, oh, in I'm the, seeing that in your notes right now. That was a mistake.
2: Sorry. <laughs> I, thought, I literally thought it was the woman that teaches Shallon how to like no, be a no,
0: thief. No, no, no. Like, uh, What's her, her mis- name? Her mis- I don't remember. But it says uh, that Liss's mysterious origins and possession of a shard blade have inspired many fan theories about her true identity. Brandon has consistently responded to the question about Lys with Raffo. So we do what not should know. should be like and, Lyft? It, Sounds uh, like Lys. I don't know. It could be someone from another place. Uh, but we have no information about her. So we can move on from her.
2: Wow. Uh, I didn't mean to spoil that. I straight up thought we'd see her in like 20 chapters.
0: <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs>
2: Um, you want to be able to tell that I was the one who'd read this book twice. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> so we uh, we also have the heralds obviously talking about. Yeah, she picked up on Ash. those. Yes, Betsy uh, picked up on those, and clearly that there's so much shit happening at, in this moment. Those are the heralds. Nail and collect mm-hmm. talking about the other herald, um, Ash. What's her mm-hmm. full name? Sh- it's sh- not Shashara, because that's the scholar. That's the I, scholar from Warbreaker. Shash. Shash. It's Shash something, and it, they call her Ash for short. Um, and Kalek is like, I'm worried about her. Nail. Shalash. Her- Shalash. Nail, uh, the Herald with the scar over his face, darker skin, is like, you're worried about everything. She's...
2: <laughs> True, to be it's fair, Kallek is worried about Kaleck
0: everything. <laughs> is very much on edge about everything. I mean, there's a sprint of anxiety. Absolutely. Um, and then Kallek is like, "We weren't supposed to get worse. Am I getting worse? I think I feel worse." <laughs> 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 it's so good, dude. Nails like, dude, relax. We're all
2: shitty. <laughs> yeah, oh, so, man.
0: So it was cool to see that. Cool to see Yasna going into shades, Mar. Obviously, her uh, two surges that we were hinting at in the non-spoiler section are soul casting and um, transportation. Yeah, right? she's an else caller. She's an else caller, and she's able to teleport into Shadesmar. Whenever yeah, and then calls. can chel-
2: teleport out, out of Shadesmar, or she can teleport wherever she wants into Shadesmar. I don't honestly know much about that surge. Yeah. I wish I knew more. Because but it's not yeah, just about going
0: into Shadesmar because even Shallon went into Shadesmar and that is not one of her surges. So that must yeah. be part of the soul casting search.
2: I think it is. It, it has something to do with transportation, 100%. Oh, because so that's that might, how she appears. She comes right. back not through an oath gate uh, right. at the end of the book.
0: Right. So she might have just an easier time moving throughout Shadesmar and back whereas Shallon obviously looked like she was about to drown by just <laughs> yeah. by when she went there.
2: I'm curious though. I'm not entirely sure. But that was such a
0: cool scene with Ivory.
2: And I can't believe that she names Ivory mm-hmm. this early, and yep. Betsy picked up on that.
0: <laughs> she did. I mean, like, like I said, like this is the first time I was like, oh, there are multiple. Oh, I get it now. Like multiple spread, multiple nights, radiance, so, like different orders. Everyone's gonna come together, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, let's dive into to chapter one. Well, yeah, we're kind of in chapter one. Uh, well, wait, I, wait. So, did anything else happen in in the prologue? Spoiler wise. Nothing that we like haven't talked about in depth. Yeah. I mean Gavilar you know, being
2: Gavilar mean. is bad. We don't <laughs> yeah. like Gavilar. Uh, he is seeing the visions. Betsy absolutely got that correct which is Honestly, probably the most ridiculous theory that she's
0: gotten right so far. And um, he, and he was killed because he's trying to bring back the Voidbringers and the Desolations. And he the wants Parshendi. to bring back the Herald
2: so he can become a Herald. He can't right. do that without being a Desolation. So he is literally trying to
0: end the world. He's literally a idiot. <laughs> he's basically an idiot. And uh, the Parshendi start a war by killing him. Not the very smart move on their part, yep. to be honest with you. It me. is worth saying uh, that
2: Gavilar wasn't totally the reason the world did end. No, Odium was
0: definitely had other ways I- he to He was start actively this.
2: convincing Venley during yeah, that entire time.
0: Exactly, exactly. They were all looking for ways. If In fact, they were looking for a way with Venley to, to do this, and then this opportunity arose with Gavilar, which which brought yep. back Ulim, because Ulim had left Venli. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then...
2: Don't forget who gave a limb to Venley, some random terrorist woman. Yes, from from the Mistborn series. That still uh, from South. that that is the one thing that I like. Want to throw something at Cra- a wall? It's about. crazy. Who dude. that? Why the hell is a terrorist woman working with Odium?
0: No idea. No fucking
2: idea. <laughs> God fucking out.
0: But yeah, that's all I had for the prologue. Like we like we've been here before. We're gonna be talking about it ever, ever at the beginning of every book. But we get uh Yasna's perspective, which is a lot of fun.
2: A lot of fun. I really did think List like was not far from coming back, so my bad. <laughs>
0: no, that's fine. Uh so so chapter one. The Santhid really love this chapter.
2: So good. Brandon doesn't, loves Isn't Santhid important lately? Or isn't that doesn't the Santhid like the reason they get into um whichever area is like completely destroyed starts with an A in Dawn Sing Dawn shards are?
0: Uh, I don't remember. I but think I, but a the Santhid Th- is important in that book. But the Santhid is important in this book because the Santhid is what saves Shallon, Shallon yeah. after the ship goes down. So, uh, spoilers. Until she runs into <laughs> gas. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, they're about to be attacked by Ghost Bloods, I believe. Yep. And Yaz is Yazzan going to be, be quote dies. unquote killed and. Uh, we get the really funny uh, "I am stick" moment. Yes. We, don't have to, we don't we don't have to talk about that because we can save it for. I almost about it with Betsy. I
2: almost said that yeah. when she was talking about talking to his friend. Oh so
0: so what, what, One thing I picked up on chapter on chapter one is uh, Brandon loves his arranged marriages. I know we were texting about this. <laughs> yeah. um, he really does love his yeah. Arranged where it's it's, it's always political, but then they go on to develop actual feelings for each other. And here we have the beginnings of Adeline and Shallon. We got Serane and Rayodin, we got Siri and Susabron, And we got wax and Starris. all like arranged marriages to love, basically. hmm um, so he uh, loves I that love trope. Starris. Uh oh, to be fair, Starris. to be fair. This
2: one is a little bit different because we do get sh- what is it? Shalatalin. Shaladalin. Uh, the, the, sh- the Thrupple. the <laughs> Thruple, man. I'm all aboard the thruple. I, I think it'll
0: work. I know,
2: dude. I love it. I do
0: love it too. I ship it. I, ship
2: it. <laughs> I, I absolutely ship that thruple. And Betsy posted a meme of the fucking thruple into our chat. And she didn't even realize it. <laughs> she she didn't had no idea.
0: It. No idea. <laughs> Um, you were like,
2: Betsy, be careful with the memes. <laughs> I know. Betsy keeps
0: sending us memes, and I'm like, Betsy, stop finding memes. <laughs> we Uns- will
2: send you the memes.
0: <laughs> unsubscribe from Instagram and TikTok because I don't want <laughs> you to be spoiled.
2: She literally spoiled herself without knowing that she spoiled herself.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah, that's all I had for one uh oh oh uh Shawn lying to toesbeck creates the illusion needed to stop the ship. Right. Yep. Subtle reference to Shallon, you know, becoming a lightweaver. A light
2: weaver. Yeah. Needs illusion and power. I love I really do love the whole focus on power equals perception equals reality in this in these few chapters with these two because it ties it together. Is literally everything.
0: This world. It ties together the spren, it ties together uh, the cognitive realm. It, it, like you said, it's perfect. It really mm-hmm. just ties everything together such
2: better writing than Warbreaker. Right. So much right?
0: better. Writing. Like, dude, um <laughs> like uh, I forgot to tell say this in the uh non spoiler section, but like we got so much in just them travelling to the Shattered Plains. I know. You know, I know what I mean? They're not even anywhere yet. They're just talking oh, they've just stopped a, a ship on that's a, a boat. All, that's all they've done. Right? Whereas like <laughs> Warbreaker obviously there's not enough time to develop it this slowly. It's like, Oh, we need to move from Idris to Halandrin. We're there. We're there. That's yep. it. You know what I mean? There's no journey to get there. And we know the journey is important um that's true it's just a bigger world we just the world feels bigger already now mm-hmm. that we're back into it i want to know more about
2: the spren bringing together yasna and shalon because i know betsy called it out the reason why it doesn't stand out that much to me is because it's never really mentioned
0: i don't think. It, it, i don't think it means anything i think that yasna just thought that shalon was um an else caller
2: yeah, I, she did I think, want that even.
0: Yeah, I think that she thought that um, Shallon was an collar and that the Inkspren were trying to bring Shallon to Yasna to get another oh. to get another radiant. Okay, okay, that makes
2: sense. That makes sense because I don't remember the cryptics talking to the Spren. No, no, I don't <laughs> think they do. I don't think they do.
0: I don't think, I don't know if anybody likes cryptics. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's true. No one really does. I don't think any of the higher Spren like any of each other. What are they called?
2: Oh, oh, radiant Spren. Yeah, we can't call them that yet. No, no, we can't yet.
0: Uh, So yeah, Yeah. that's all I had for for one.
2: Yeah, me too. Uh, My only thing for two is fuck (laughs) Moash. No, no, no. Well, yes, but fuck Moash. Uh, Shout out uh, Devin. Um, But the the scars. Calden's scars flaking off when he swears the fourth oath. Like, that. That reading that scene, and yeah, I know it's kind of cringe. The scars aren't done with me, and, and I'm so hard. Oh, my God. I uh, know, I know. But, I know. but, but like, it, it works. It it's works. so good, yeah, man. It really it works. So it really good works. Because his scars are his past, and he is
0: not done with his but past. But it brings up the question of, like, at what point does a scar... Remain a scar when you have Stormlight, right? It's because he believed he deserved it. No, I get that. I really do. But I'm more into the science of it. I'm more into the the. the All right, Navani. I want to know at what point does the scar remain a part of who you are. I'm sure that this will be talked about in
2: book five. (laughs) Because Navani will probably ask him that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope so. I hope we have 10 chapters about this. <laughs> I, you
0: will be the happiest goddamn adult Kremlin I've ever met. Uh, um, okay, so another cool thing, obviously, is the Mawash. Mawash is the only one to not get the Bridge Four tattoo on his forehead. Instead, he gets it on his shoulder, an indication that he is going to betray and separate he's from He's different. Group. Not yeah.
2: only that. I don't know if you picked this up, but he got it on shoulder. In the future books after Moash betrays, you know how there's always the symbol it's at the start of a down. chapter? No, it's the Bridge 4 uniform with no Bridge 4 patch. Oh, I'll send you a screenshot. I picked up on that in my second read-through, and I was like, oh, that's cool. It's, it's, it's showing. It's Moash. Uh, but reading this, I'm, I'm like, holy shit. It is
0: that deep. Yeah. That's literally where his tattoo is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a cool reference. I, it's a I love cool it. Reference. Yeah. It's a nice little like you know like uh, Chek- Chekhov's mowash Oh my god. Oh, All right.
2: <laughs> Let's go to chapter three. All right, I Chek- want to
0: see a cryptic city. I want to see one too. That sounds really cool. We haven't really explored that much of Shadesmar. We saw Lasting Integrity.
2: Well, I was about to say, remember when I I brought this up to you at the party and you're like, dude, we were in Lasting Integrity for like half of the last book.
0: (laughs) We saw Lasting Integrity, which is like really cool, but I want to see more of Shadesmar. There's so much happening there. It's just such a crazy
2: concept. It's so well thought out, the three realms. like It is actually genius in how it works together.
0: It really is awesome. Um, and I, I yeah, I just wanna see more of those spren and and, and to the Kremlings in the in the uh, spoiler section. And Max. The Spren that are like Flame spren and Wind spren, they show up in the cognitive realm <laughs> as bigger like crazier creatures too like some of them oh are, yeah we hinted are, at that some of them are dangerous <laughs> like, very pain yeah. spren are incredibly pain spread, dangerous yeah they're huge and they're dangerous it's awesome. rot spren too i
2: believe are like nasty as hell
0: and if you're a human in the cognitive realm and you have these thoughts you can bring them you can yeah, bring them they'll come you. with you yeah. or they'll be attracted to you they'll be attracted to it which is fucking awesome
2: terrifying i don't know about awesome
0: but terrifying oh so yeah it, it, it's honestly like in the in the reread it's really hard to ignore the fact that Shalon has a shard blade it's it so incredibly hard it's, it's so, so obvious. obvious i didn't i still didn't pick up on this on the first i don't think dude. if we were this focused betsy would have no no way if betsy didn't have a podcast there's no way she would have picked up on this shout out betsy maybe, maybe i didn't no i don't think so dude because she didn't even pick up the name cryptic <laughs> Yeah, true.
2: She was like, what, you kept calling them that? Oh, That's a good point. That's a good point.
0: But yeah, because um, it's a th- it's a big book, and if you're not dissecting it the way we are, you are going to miss some things. She missed
2: Honor and Cultivation.
0: She she did miss Honor and Cultivation. She
2: completely. I told you she was going to miss it. Oh, it's yeah. such a small, tiny moment of a chapter where we learn that wow. Spren have cities.
0: I wanted to bring that up though, actually, because I'm glad you didn't. It don't. a little too much. I know. Not, it's, much. I know it's, just cause the, it's just because it's just um, because in the last book, Dalinar speaks to honor, and honor literally mentions cultivation and odium. Yep. But but you're right. It's a stretch. And 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 if you're reading this, she the first will time, get there. You're gonna this get book. there. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not gonna know what that is right now. But yeah. Yeah. As I mentioned, honor and cultivation. Another thing I didn't pick up is that the higher idea spren are honors and that the nature of spren are cultivations. Never, yeah. never connected that before.
2: It's so, it's so cool. I love that part. And then when they you know, got together, they created a different kind of light and the sibling and, and different power spren. It's, it's genius. It's genius. I, I, spren is one of the most novel ideas I've ever even heard of. And yeah. I think it's used so well here. We're going to get so much. Like, what the hell is Ishar doing? I know this is completely out of left field, but why is he <laughs> oh, trying <no>. to bring <laughs> Rain physical? It in, <laughs> Rain it in, Rain
3: it in.
0: It's hard, man. Spren, I love Spren. I no, it. I know. I I have a lot of uh, questions about this, but I just it's it's really cool to see honor and cultivation mentioned. I get it makes me think about like the future of us doing this and bringing up preservation and ruin. And all of the shards. Oh location. yeah, because we're we're gonna
2: have to. But I that know, point, but that's just gonna
0: that's gonna break Betsy's brain when we finally tell we'll, her. That- we
2: will have to explain Adelnasium when we get to Mistborn. We will yeah, have to course. explain the if basics I, of it.
0: Honestly, before we get, before, after we finish Rhythm of War, I think we could say to Betsy, "Long ago, sixteen people came up with a plan to destroy, to kill God."
2: Or we do that at the very end of the Final Empire when Ruin is released. Or maybe end of Well of Ascension, sorry. Well of Ascension, yeah. Because that's when they call him Ruin,
0: literally. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Let's that's fine aim it.
2: for it then, because she's going to be like, wow, Ruin is really similar to Odium.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. And Well of Ascension is when they mention preservation also. Yep. So And when that, they eat the Laragium. And, and all then that. by then, <laughs> this is a while to the future, but... By then, we should be able to also tell her um, that Warbreaker Nalthus's shard is endowment. This mm-hmm. is crazy. This is like this is beyond really the books. It's right beyond now. the books. I, I, honestly, we're making all these
2: claims. By the time we get there, Book Five will be out, and you are a fool if you think we're not gonna do Book Five for the podcast before we do the rest of them. We're gonna finish the Stormlight.
0: No, yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do a sp- we'll do a review of Stormlight Book Five. No, but we're gonna do one with
2: Betsy. After Rhythm of War, you think we're just gonna go from Rhythm of
0: War to like Mistborn Era One?
2: No, we're gonna finish the Stormlight Archive, and it's gonna be really in depth.
0: I think that depends. It depends on what Stormlight Five has. Well, we will know, right? She will not. You and I have both read some of those sample chapters, and some of those things. There are some references to everything. Yeah. Right, the gloves are off, so she can't read. And we Stormlight can't mention 5. that here. Yeah, we can't, that's beyond even this. That's another yeah. fucking bus, bro. That's another bus. We're like, we're spoiling a book that hasn't even come out yet. Oh my god. Yeah. So well, all I'm saying is, I think that we still have to read other things before Stormlight Five. If 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 Five is taking the gloves off, oh, the same way I'm that the, very same way that Lost Metal did. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I think that we have to.
2: Did the lost metal take the gloves off that it didn't much?
0: take the gloves off, but I mean it like it flashed yeah, a hand. It flashed a safe
2: yeah, hand. Yeah, autonomy. <laughs> it did flash autonomy's hand, that's it, for sure.
0: Yeah. And and um a- and uh what's it called? Oh my god. Emperor Soul.
2: Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true.
0: Emperor Soul, soul stamping was there. A- that's gonna be so dangerous. Yeah. A- ethers. Uh, a- ethers. Maybe even Skybreakers, there are theories that they were there. <laughs> there even though Brandon has hasn't said anything about it. I'm that. pretty
2: sure that the ones that were
0: obsessed with the law. No. Yeah, like that's I'm not part sure of the law. Like yeah. Possibly Skybreakers there. Very uh, confident. So, so yeah, we we definitely have to read a bunch before Starlight 5, unfortunately, mm-hmm. dude. Which is great I, because when we reread it, it'll be like we've 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 spent some time away from it.
2: Yeah. I uh well, I, I I'm done. I don't think I have anything else in here, uh, other than, yeah, you know, Yasno's about to die. No patch. Kaladin scars. Um, Shallan shardblade. I just want to leave us then with this text we just got from Betsy. Uh, she she goes, oh God, Sam. Here we go. Sam's really tired, and I just tried to explain the cognitive realm to him. <laughs> <laughs> she is deep in man she is all the way in i love it so oh much God. she doesn't even know how to explain the cognitive
0: realm It's <laughs> amazing dude that's that's how you know she's she's uh, like in we've she's got totally her in.
2: She, she's we have got her
0: she that's is all great. the way in I love all right it. well well it's two hour episode hop- hop- i know we're hopping back on the bus and going home guys thank you to all of the little spoiler crumblings who joined us in this section um, and like I said before, follow us on Instagram, highly invested podcast, and send us an email at highly Next, we're going to be reading chapters four, five, six, and seven. Until next time, Kremlings.
2: I can't actually look at the book. I've reached my license limit on the Kindle. Oh, great. That sucks, dog. Shut up, Bridget. You're <laughs> not helpful. <laughs> it does suck. I've been it
0: using does. JJ's Audible. Shout out, JJ. Thank you, JJ. It's been really helpful. I've been able to listen to uh, these chapters with it, which is why I can tell you guys how to properly pronounce the creature in the water. I, But like properly, even Brandon says, just pronounce them how you want. Well, Brandon gives this really annoying answer of, Brandon's basically saying this book was translated to fit whatever language you're reading, right? So he's saying that you can pronounce it however you want because it's been translated to English. Does that Makes make sense, sense to me? Right. So that's why you can get away with Elantris. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. It's why you could get away with that entire book's names. Yeah. Because he doesn't even do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty mind-blowing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even like exaggerating it for the podcast.
0: No, I know. You, I know. I know. Uh, We should have given you a heads up, but it's more fun to get your reactions on the pod. (laughs) Yeah. But how cool is that, dude? It's crazy. It's the idea that 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 it's not just ideas that are there in the cognitive realm. Like, objects are there. When Yasna is touching any of those beads, she feels a chair. She feels like a table or something like that. You know what I mean?
1: But which came first? the idea oh, or the table and the cognitive problem.
0: I That's, think
2: the table
0: well no because Yasna says really? Yasna says that they're all overlapping and they're all there at the same time they existed at the same time exactly so the minute it's you made it's all
1: a circle <laughs> everything is happening at the same time everything that has ever happened and will ever happen every thought all it's the, all happening now
0: all, okay well yeah <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Everything, everywhere, <laughs> all at once.
3: Yeah, great movie. I just recently watched that.